it really fundamentally changed my view on how to align with the bigger vision of a company at the same time uh, get really really detailed around what you need to do to achieve that vision you're listening to the flip my funnel podcast a daily podcast dedicated to helping b2b marketing sales and customer success professionals become masters of their craft It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. We uh, are here today with Sangram. My name is James. I'm one of the producers of the show. And, uh, and Sangram, I'm, I'm pumped about the topic that we're going to be covering today. Let's do it, man. This is, this is uh, one of the, the in, in many ways, and we always say this, like, these are amazing. We're pumped. We're ready to go. But this one, I, I feel like it's, it applies to so many people and so many people try to do it. And I think we just have one of the best examples to share on this one. So I'm, I'm really it. excited to do it. Love it. So, so this one, you know, talking about this concept of V2 mom, which is vision, values, methods, obstacles, and measures. That's a concept that you actually learned. Is it from Mark Benioff? Is that right? Yes. Um, so when I was, I went to the acquisition of Pardot and spent a few couple of years at Salesforce, I, I was, I, I never heard about this before. And, and it, it's called V2 mom. And everybody in the organizations from top to bottom has to do this every single quarter. And it, it is one of the most fundamental, it, it really fundamentally changed my view on how to align with the bigger vision of a company. At the same time, uh, get really, really detailed around what you need to do to achieve that vision. So, uh, so this is something Mark Benioff wrote in his book Behind the Cloud. If nobody has re- read that, like that's something that I would say is, is the Bible for anybody who's trying to to build a company in mar- or, or be a leader in marketing or sales uh, leadership perspective. But it is one of a very, it is one of the most profound way of understanding where you want to go and how you would get there. And it's not. Uh, it's not just for leadership. If I understand it correctly, he he kind of he he wanted everybody in the organization to define what these specific things were for them personally, individually, right? Exactly, it did, and and it started with him. So he created his V two mom, and he created his very first V two mom. He talked about it. It's in the book as well. That's very 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 interesting where you know in the early days you know you don't know what you're doing and you're like oh his his measure was get rich in in the first one we do mom and then you could see that over the years that it went from you know if money wasn't the thing that he was after and then he realized that he's more about all the different causes and and where the company is going and and has a bigger purpose it it changes your values and all those additions changes But, but what's interesting is it is you can see the executive and his at the executive level, what their V two mom is, and then you apply your V two mom in support of those V two mom, and, and there's that connection that everybody can see, and that's what uh, all the performance conversations that happen every quarter are along the idea of where do we stand on your V two mom. Got it. And so, do you, is this a, is your own V two mom? Is it something that that you update kind of every quarter, every year? Like when when did you first do your V two mom, and how often do you keep that thing updated? So I wish I would I could say that man I do this all the time and this is this is my go to and I feel like I have 
I've done it and then I would miss it. And I recently did it. Literally this weekend, I sat down and did my V2Mom. And it was such a liberating process because all of a sudden, all these ideas, you have to push yourself to, to have a vision statement for yourself. And then you have to also go detailed into the methods, the how, how are you going to go around it? So it, it really created that, that yin and the yang. So you know what you're trying to do and where you want to go. Uh, and at the same time, trying to really be like, let's be realistic about a few of these things. How am I going to really try to do that? It yeah. puts everything in context. And that's what I love about We Do Mom. But I, I, I would say it, at Salesforce, every quarter people have to go through it. Uh, for me personally, I think I'm trying to make it a little bit broader. So I'm trying to do it at least once a year. But I might just do more often now that I just did it this weekend yeah. and I enjoyed it so much. So with you doing it this weekend, would you would you be up for talking through kind of what your own looks like in you know in an effort to really explain kind of okay what you know if I'm going to go through you know this myself practically what does that mean to like have a vision and, and values and methods uh, is that something you'd be willing to share? Absolutely, I would love to share that, man. That's great. I just pulled it up um, in front of me. There are a couple of things that I may not share just because of the confidentiality yeah. in, in the company. But yeah. I think overall, uh, I think that's a really good point. I'm glad you said it. Awesome, sweet. So, okay, well, so we'll start with vision. Uh, walk us through your vision, and then talk to us, kind of how you came up with that. Sure. So my vision, given I think most people know that I moved and changed my role from a co-founder and CMO to a co-founder and chief evangelist. So, so my vision now is aligned more to that. And, and one of the, the, the statements that we talk about internally is that how do we establish Terminus as a recognized category leader um, serving in, in the space of ABM? So my vision is to establish Terminus uh, as a recognized category leader. That's my vision for for myself. If I can help that, and and you would see that in the in the methods how I'm thinking about it. But that is what the overall company vision is like. We just don't want to be a company that does a thing. We just we want to be a leader in the space uh, where we want to go. Okay, I love it. All right, so the second one, uh, the two part of V two is values. Uh, what you know? What are the what are the values that you laid out? So this has been a recent uh, phenomenon in the company, and I and I believe you talked in in one of the uh, the Magic Triangle podcast. If if you get a chance to go back and listen, where we kind of defined the core, redefined the core values, and instead of our core values being respect and integrity and honesty, we feel like those are table stakes. Everybody got to have that, right? So yeah. what 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 is unique about us is really what what we need to write in the values. So our values, and I tried to say maybe my values are different, but the more I thought about it. These are my values. So the two ones is hashtag one team and hashtag keys to the Ferrari. Um, hashtag one team is how we behave. We always think like one team. We have each other's back and we try to do something together uh, for a bigger and better cause. That's what one team means. And everybody in the organization looks at that as a cornerstone of how, um, how we operate. And keys to the Ferrari is the idea around one thing can change the world. One idea can make it or break it. One idea can literally put us out there in the marketplace where all the other plans may just fail. So having everybody think outside the box, we have this thing thought around keys to the Ferrari. And if you think about it, these values are almost opposite to each other because one might suggest one team is all about, you know, kumbaya, let's just do everything together, happy-go-lucky, uh, which means you may not challenge each other. And keys to the Ferrari couldn't be more opposite saying that, man, drive it as fast as you can and, and see where you go. But together, I think what it really means is that if we all agree 
on the vision statement, we all agree that we want to be a recognized leader in the category that we're creating. Then the whole point of one team and Keystone Fire makes sense. That is what the one team uh, vision is. Now, the, the way we go about it is that we need we all need to find out and figure out the best way to get there. And we all need to align on the vision. So the vision around establishing us as a category leader is one team and keys to the Ferrari is just new ideas, new ways we can think and behave and act to get there. Got it. All right. So this third one is methods. And so this is this is the tangible things that you are going to do to kind of drive home those those values that ultimately map to that vision? Absolutely. I think methods is almost like breaking down, in a way, even the mundane task. And this is what I learned. Initially, I wanted to be very, very strategic about it. And, and then it, it was more like, no, no, no. You just need to write down everything you want to do. And, and that's it. You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to try to make it strategic or everything, all the details around. You really need to make these actionable that you are going to do and you think could help the vision and the values. So going back to the vision, which is to help establish ourselves as a category leader. And in my role, now this is my, these are methods that I, as part of my role, I need to focus on to achieve this global vision that we have for our organization. So for me, uh, the methods are including, and there are like several of these, I have 10 or 12 of these, I'll go through a few of them. Number one uh, is creating new, new narratives in the organization that we can help the entire company align, get our community inspired, align with our customers. So really trying to create new narratives in the marketplace that don't exist today. So mm-hmm. my one number one job is to think about what is it that the market uh, is thinking about, talking about, and bringing that up, bubbling that up. And, and narratives is one of the major part of my roles, my method uh, okay. to focus on. The second one uh, we put is like, well, in order to be an evangelist and in order to spread the gospel of the problem that we're trying to solve, I need to be posting regularly on a, as many places as possible, but with quality. So yeah. I have things like yeah, I want to post on, you know, how often I want to post on Terminus and Flip My Funnel uh, or on LinkedIn. And, and then also it says things like I want to explore new areas like Quora and Medium and OpenView and HBR and see if any of these channels are interesting because that's our, maybe where our executive audience is on. So yeah. both of those are kind of explore, you know, one, what I'm going to do and two, what I'm going to explore. So that's a method. And that's why it needs to be looked at every quarter in a company because you can change those things that often. Um, the third one is, you know, you know, it, w- it was very interesting. This is when I updated this because I wrote it somewhere last year, but I really worked on this weekend was this idea of launching a daily podcast to build a better brand and to show that we care so that we cover topics at a much rapid pace than anybody else in our entire industry can even dream of. So that really was, and again, thanks to you for helping us do this. It has been a game changer for us. Um, The other one that I put in here is how do I influence and champion five mega deals for my company? So It's not just about talking and getting out there and speaking at as many conferences as possible, but I want to really be involved in the major deals in the organization that will drive the company forward. And these are like 10x deals. These deals are going to make us and put us in a really bigger place. And that could include partnerships like we did with LinkedIn, or that could include bigger deal that is just a, you know, a enterprise deal that we, it would just put us in, on the map uh, when it comes to Magic Quadrant uh, and things like that. And finally, uh, the other one that I can share 
there is, you know, how do we make the flip platform conference that we're doing in August as the industry conference where people come together, learn together, grow together. And that really helps us get everybody in the world understanding the new narratives that we're trying to put out there in the marketplace. I love it. And so we've talked to vision, we've talked to values, you shared some very specific methods, things that you're working, that, that you've got to do to, to make sure that those first two happen. Now let's talk about obstacles. Yeah, man, I think this is where I think most people forget, right? And that's what I love about We2Mom. It forces you to think about what could go wrong. What would you do? And, and it also forces you to think about what would you do so that it doesn't go wrong, right? So one of the obstacles uh, I put in there is that, you know, not adequately operationalizing any of the experiments that I'm running on the side here through podcasts and others into the existing business plan. So for example, if, you know, if, if I do all these things, let's say, you know, the daily podcast as you're doing, it's going and, and, and all those things and it's doing, it's doing well, people are loving it. We're getting great feedback, but if it continues to be a silo initiative, then, and, and the entire company, and, and we're not looking at it as an organization, we're not truly really making it one team, then we, we would have just missed the point. So, yeah. so the whole idea is that, hey, look, my job is to go and create and do things that are just not going to be part of the normal day-to-day business plan because that is part of the role that I'm signing up for. And I think that's what category leaders do. They, they break the mold, they break the rules and do different things. But I want to do it in a way where it doesn't, it's not disruptive to the existing resources. So we all are in agreement as a company, but then I want to come back and report back to the company as a stakeholder that, hey, look, here are the some things that are working. And, and you know, what do we want to do now? Do we want to make it part of our business so that we fund it and make it better? And then also with the same token, I want to come back and report on things that failed. So I could say, hey, I'm glad we didn't, you know, spend a million dollars on this thing. I tried and it failed. So not a good idea. So maybe we should try something different and get feedback. So those things I, I worry about the obstacle is we not leveraging all the things that I might be doing that could drive the company forward. So that's, that's one of the obstacles. Um, the second is, you know, and this is very, very candid. So I'm just going to say it out because we try to keep it raw and real. Sometimes the stuff that I do might be pre, be, may, may be thought as that, man, this is all personal branding for Sangram. Yeah. Uh, is it really driving the company forward? Right. Yeah. You know, the videos I do or put things that I put on LinkedIn. How is it all really driving? And not every single person in the company could connect the dots on oh, writing, you know, writing on LinkedIn and tagging the right people in it, creates conversation that allows us to test narratives. It might be too far-fetched for an engineer who's trying to just put a code together, right? Yeah. So, so one of the obstacles I'm recognizing when I wrote down this weekend was I need to do a better job of communicating internally what I do, why I'm doing it, what am I saying, what am I identifying and, and, and making sure and empathizing with everybody in the organization because my role is so unique to, to the most operations, uh, operational people in the company would be like, wait a minute, that just sounds like a whole bunch of fun and nothing coming out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to be empathetic to that and, and share the larger value prop around it. So I don't want to just, just because I'm a co-founder, just do these things. I want to do it and I want to get people's feedback. So I wrote down my job is to help connect the dots and ask people for feedback. So those are the obstacles um, that, that I identified. I love it. And this last one is measures. So we have vision, values, methods, obstacles. And now this last one is measures. Talk to us about this one. 
Yeah, man, this really puts the the entire thing in perspective. So if you have you could have a great vision, you have great values, you might have awesome methods that you've realized and said, these are the things that I'm going to actually do or explore. And those are the areas where you're going to spend time on and obstacles. You just identified incredible uh, amount of challenges that you might face. So how are you going to tackle with them? And when it comes to measurement, it really brings the point. Okay. So what does the picture of success look like? And, and, and that actually is, is, is harder than, than I thought when I went through the process, because how do you how do you think about it? You know, you know, if you're a product manager, maybe it is launching a product. If, if you're a marketer, maybe it is launching a few campaigns and, and seeing a pipeline or revenue. If you are a salesperson, it might very well be ex- reaching your quota numbers, right? And, and so as an evangelist, I'm more of an influencer internally and externally. I'm, and my job is to tell stories. That's kind of what I'm signing up for. So so it was a little bit hard for me to kind of um kind of go through it. So I started with some basic ones that that I think, and I'm going to run through this with the entire team in the next couple of weeks for feedback, part of my obstacles. I want to make sure that I get feedback. So the number one is um, I want to be invited to speak to 20 plus events in 2018 that include investor portfolio companies, MarTech, and external events that may or may not be directly related to MarTech so that we can spread uh, the idea of ABM and a new way of doing marketing and sales. So mm-hmm. my goal is to speak at 20 plus events. So that's where I'm going to need need some help internally and externally to get there. Yeah. The other one was uh, just last year, our podcast downloads that we did when we kind of officially and officially launched uh, the Flip My Phone podcast was about uh, 2000. And this year, you know, we said our podcast, uh, I said, you know, our goal is to get to 20,000. You remember when you and I started yeah. talking about it, uh, yeah. we're right around that number. So it, it's good that we're right there. So yeah. now we'll have to just figure out what is the next goal. And, and the most exciting part, it's not that number. It's all the engagement that is exactly. creating. The emails you're getting, the messages you're getting, people that are actually being impacted by the content. Yeah. So, and then that's James. I mean, this is where I'm struggling where it's like, okay, how do, how do we, how do I put it in a measurement? It's like how many likes I get or how many beautiful (laughs) messages I get, because it is oxygen for me. It's amazing. And some of these things, I don't know if we can even measure truly uh, everything in in this specific role. So, so I'm I'm candidly struggling with the measurement part and I'm going to get my team engaged to help me figure that part out. And, and then the last one is, uh, is how do I become one of the top 10 influencers in the B2B space? And that I think, you know, based on what happens this year in all the different uh, places where people look for influencers, I want to make sure that I'm mentioned so I can have more opportunities to share what we do and, and do give credit to the people that helped me get there. I love it. I love it. So any anything else, Sangram, as it relates to V2 Mom, we've, we talked through vision, values, methods, obstacles, and measures. Anything else before, before we wrap up today? What I would say, James, is this is not only for your business. Uh, I think I have tried a similar approach for my personal life, right? And, and, and in many ways for all of us, our personal and business life, the more and more we get into tech, it is getting together. And I think we can create, uh, you can literally apply this V2 mom and say, what is your personal vision? What are your personal values? And hopefully more and more are aligned and, and you can get a short-term and a very long-term um, 
approach around this V2 mom. So what I love about this V2 mom, it can be as specific as you want for a function, for a department, uh, for a company, or for an individual, for business. At the same time, it can be for your personal life. So I, I think this whole method, I'll highly encourage people to check out V2 mom and, and search on it. There's tons of articles written on it. To read the book behind the cloud, I think it's phenomenal if you're a marketer or sales uh, individual and, and or an, an executive who's trying to break through. And three, put in and think about one of the most pieces that people fail to think about are obstacles. What am I going to hit uh, down the road that I need to be thinking about? And this approach of we to mom really amplifies that so you can get ahead of it. I love it. I love it. Sangram, as always, this has been incredible. Uh, thank you so much for your time, man. And, and again, really excited for next week. Thank you so much, James. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.